creative friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Living Creatively with your host, Monica Parks. And Angela Dalton. This is the podcast where we discuss topics about finding, nurturing, and protecting your creativity and creative spirit. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That was a struggle. That was a struggle. That was. That was a... I got caught in your throat. (laughs) I was trying to make sure I was looking over at the screen like, she ain't choking, is she? Do I need to take her in that room and check on your wife? I think something went down the wrong pipe. Oh my God, girl. I don't know what happened. My brain was just like, what are we doing? Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what we're doing today. We are, are we, on, we are at the end of season five. And so what that means, you guys, is you know, we are getting ready to go into bonus one and bonus two episodes uh, before we hit up season six. So uh, it's basically getting to know us. This is our opportunity to be able to, well, shoot, not just y'all getting to know us, us getting to know us. Because I have found some things out that I just did not know. So um, I feel like this you know what? I don't know why I'm getting ready to say that. I was like, I feel like this is one of the safer, more, um, <laughs> and the way that Angela just laughed. I mean, I probably shouldn't even finish the sentence, but I'm going to finish it anyway. I feel like the list of questions that we have are, are a little bit on the safer, calmer, simplistic side, but dot, 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 the way that Angela just cackled. Let me know that she did not stick to the questions. That she probably she probably added a little (laughs) sprinkle of pizzazz to the questions. Like, you know, I'm like, that one on the list. Oh, I added that myself. Y'all know how she did. (laughs) But if she didn't, then I feel like this is a very simplistic, very calm bonus one and bonus two. But this bonus one, y'all gotta catch us on the next one uh, for the bonus two. But both of them are going to be about finding out about each other as we dive more into who is Monica and Angela. I think that's like why like my voice got caught in my throat because mm -hmm. I think my brain like it registered in my oh you guys are doing bonus episodes today. We -hmm. know how this happens. We know how Mm -hmm. this goes down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. Like I think that the thing that we picked this time is very like reserve compared to what we've done before but that's when you cackle so we're just gonna see what happens How about that? i stuck with the assignment i will just oh. have you know ma'am i stuck with the assignment this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll still see what what's gonna happen we're still gonna see what's happening, we're still gonna see what's happening. Uh, i'm excited okay. i these are always fun i enjoy these Okay. All right. Well then, you know, well, first of all, (laughs) let me, let me ask, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. (laughs) Okay. We got downgraded. We was doing good when we were talking earlier. I know. I'm just, I like everybody, we all are just, we're just tired. Like this, Mm. 
this is pandonculus. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm over mm-hmm. it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't want it anymore, but here it is. There's nothing mm-hmm. I can do with it. So whatever. I'm just going to laugh. Just gonna make up new Pan-don- words, huh? Yes, I That's love making word. up new like words. It. That's my word. Pandonculus. I, I like it. I like that. Sound like donkey from, um, from Shrek. <laughs> Pan-donculus. <That's> pandonculus. <laughs> 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 oh yes, yes, that is my new word, pandonculus. That is it's gonna be I'm mine doing. too. I'm gonna start using this is pandonculus, you know? So <laughs> it's gonna be mine too. We're gonna make it happen. Like we're Let's trying to make it. fetch happen. We're gonna make it happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or life be life in. We are life gonna be make life be life in. Life be life in is that going is to happening. be that's gonna go be on a whole t shirt. <laughs> whole t shirt. Whole t shirt. Coming yep. to you soon. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay, what are we doing? How are you? Uh, <laughs> How are you um, doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right today. I am coming up. I'm not even gonna lie, y'all. I'm just it's, it's struggle. It's the struggle bus over here. I am coming up on my 50th birthday in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and and she don't look 50. And I for this year was like, you know what? I need pampering. I haven't taken any days off at work, not for holidays, nothing. I've been working the whole nine. I was like, I am going to, and since I'm not going to celebrate it, like most people would celebrate a 50th birthday. I was like, okay, I usually don't celebrate my birthday at all because it's Valentine's day. So for me, celebrating my birthday is a big deal because I have to go through a lot just to do the basics. And Ah, man, it's been like a reminder. This is the reason why I don't celebrate it. I started trying to get a massage schedule one about two weeks ago. And that whole weekend in that day is already booked up. So um, I end up finding one that I could book for Tuesday, which is not my birthday, but I need a massage. So I scheduled a couple appointments on that day. And then I found a place where I could go get my nails done on my actual day. So I could have something that I was doing on the actual day. But then after that, I got tired of trying to find places that had appointments. (laughs) Um, And I was just like, I don't want to do it no more. So I, um, I'm dealing with that. I am. I'm dealing with the milestone of what 50 means while also dealing with the fallout of what I experienced during the pandemic and what I had to pull together and what those two together means for me. Um, And there's, and dealing with, I mean, it's just real life y'all. I mean, there's some people who hit 50 and they're just like, woohoo, I'm 50. It just depends on where you are in life. I am not where I want to be and I'm not where I thought I was going to be. So for me, 50 is all going to be about me providing myself with self-care so that I can, create a space for me to deal with that. And um, I just haven't had it under the surface. So it is peaking more and more the closer I get to the day. So today I am just okay. I'm going to still make these jokes though, because now you are. That's just who I am. That is who you are. Yes. (laughs) See, I'm going to still make these jokes. (laughs) But I am a person who literally can be joking with tears in my eyes. That's my personality. (laughs) When you, every year I forget, like it is, that is a hard date to have a birthday on February 14th. I just. And month. Like there's people, there's people who are like, oh, we'll just celebrate the whole month. Listen, it is January and I can't get nothing. (laughs) Y'all. Yeah. uh, It's January. And I'm talking about, I started January 15th, mid January and could not get anything that I wanted to do. 
right? I'm not doing things that I want to do the way that I want to do it. And I started trying to plan mid-January. And the first week is like, I feel like that's like your side chicks. That's the people, that's when they get and celebrated. So there's people still doing stuff the first week of February. Second week of February is your main chick. That's the main, the wife, the girlfriend. That's when they get in their stuff. Third, the third week is like, that's your trash relationships. He forgot. Y'all forgot. They forgot. So they like, ah, let me do something last minute because I totally forgot it was Valentine's Day and she mad. It's February, y'all. Ain't, but it's the shortest month of the year. Like, <laughs> that's it. There's not much to still be able to do. People literally are eating up majority of the weeks in the month of February to get done whatever they are trying to get done in that month. So I got me a little piece of something. So you, oh my God, you just... <laughs> wow, you just you just really broke down February. Like yeah, just... that is. Look, now, I worked like... in the I worked in the spy wow. industry for fifteen years. <laughs> I recognize what type of relationships be coming through those doors the first week of February, <laughs> the second week of February, and the third week of February. And I'm like, ah, he forgot, didn't he? Because you still look pissed. And I'm like, girl, why y'all just celebrating February right now? It's Valentine's Day. It's the nineteenth. <laughs> and also, we're at the front desk when me and Carla be like, I need to get something. Can, can you give me a package? I, I, no expense, just the just the package with everything in it. Okay, that's gonna be five hundred. Oh, whatever, can I get it? And I'm like, ah, oh, you forgot. <laughs> and then you see those ones that are coming into the spa the first week, tiptoeing like they all in love. I'm like, girl, it is the second. You ain't the main chick, are you? Bless your heart. Come on and lay down and get this massage. <laughs> oh my god! You see oh. all of it coming through those doors. <laughs> And you know what it is. <laughs> well, I'm glad you found some way to pamper yourself. Yes. Amongst the trash relationship. <laughs> amongst all the stuff. That second week, though, ain't trash. That second week, that's the ones who be on it. That's the real deal. That's the no, real deal. I'm glad you found do to celebrate you. Um, it's the gap. This, we were talking earlier. The like is just pandunculus. Um, mm-hmm, and 50, mm-hmm. 50 is... is struggle and um it you is know, hey, i didn't think it I've was gonna trying. be it just it just started hitting me i was just like wow yeah i've lived over half my life <laughs> seriously <laughs> um my like to sh- not take away but to uh to similar like say similarly um mm-hmm. i've had trepidation about 50 because 50 was the age that my dad had his first heart attack mm, so mm-hmm. for me 50 coming up is like Okay, so this is, you know, and like now everything's falling apart, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, you can mm-hmm. like, I'm like my elbows, my shoulder hurts, my hips mm-hmm. hurt, my like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I'm falling apart. I'm on these hormone mm-hmm. replacement because I can't deal with the the hot flashes of menopause because they are oh, so wow, bad. Oh, wow, you gave in, huh? I gave it because they were so bad. They were messing, it was messing with me mentally. It was, it yeah. was really, really messing with my mental health. Yeah. And so I started, but, but there's a, the pendulum of the, of the hormone yes. therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a whole, that's the other opposite end of, you know, trash mm-hmm. having a uterus. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So 50 for me is like, is like my health is my, you mm-hmm. know, so I, I, I understand the struggle in a different way, mm-hmm. but 50 is a struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do my best to hold on to the fact that, you know, we are entering through year three of a pandemic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I made it to 50. 
Right. This, yeah. this is a gift to be able to make it to 50. It's yeah. a gift that my family, for the most part, is healthy, mm-hmm. has made it through, and we're all still together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, especially especially my mom. I'm, I'm really glad that my mom is still here. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to hold on to the fact of 50, getting to 50 is a, is a gift, especially yeah. in these times. And, and, you know, so. not to be a Debbie Downer. I mean, like, shout out to those people who are able to pull together and create milestones and, and, and celebrate those milestones because they, they're like January and they're like, I don't know what I'm going to do for my birthday. And I'm like, when is it? It's so it's in July. I mean, like shout out to those people who are able to celebrate the 21, the thirties, the 40, the fit, you know, shout yeah. out to y'all. I, I just have not been able to do that myself and shout out to those people who are able to do that 50 and you know 50 and, and amazing and the, yeah. you know whatever like and do like the all-white party like yeah that would have been amazing I had big dreams I told my friends this is what I'm gonna do and then reality said it I'm like girl no you ain't there <laughs> you're not there <laughs> like at all <laughs> like maybe pre-pandemic you were there if this would have happened but not now so I've made peace with that part yeah mainly because I'm not a big celebratory person because of my birthday landing, but I am okay with it being if 51 or 52 and I'd be like, Hey, my fifties and I'm, you know, fabulous. I'm fine with doing any of that stuff at any point, you know, sharing special moments with family and friends don't have to happen on my birthday. But, um, I just, for me, I just need to make that space for myself. So I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I can just feel it. I can just feel it rising. And I've, doing actually a countdown to my, my birthday weekend. Cause I'm trying to hopefully get to that space before it really starts to bubble up on the surface kind of thing before then. So I am looking forward to having that, that space. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're doing that. And I'm glad you're focusing mm-hmm. on that. I'm glad you're prioritizing yourself because mm-hmm. I think you're amazing. And... Oh, well, thank you. I think you're pretty special too. Thanks. all right that's enough of that so let's get into this bonus (laughs) into this bonus (laughs) all right guys so do you want to start off or you want you know what you start off where we're we're Mm -hmm. are you like let's see if she's just gonna kick off the weird (laughs) yeah let's, let's see what you got going on Okay, listen, I mm-hmm. know that I have not followed the rules in the past. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that I've made up my own assignments, but mm-hmm. this time yeah. mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I am stuck with the assignment. Okay. I took the questions from what was sent to me, the list. Okay. Well, All right. I'm going to see because I'm going to see what I, I, I know what the questions are. <laughs> so, <laughs> hit me with your first one. Okay, here's my first one. Okay. What actor would you choose to play you in your biopic? Ah. <laughs> you, you you pick the ones that people you got to think about. I'm like, well, they're biopics. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my biopic. Um, uh. uh and they've got to be an actor or actress. I mean, I need somebody who can do some drama, but also be able to do funny. <laughs> but you know what's interesting, and I, I, I hate to put this out there because I it 
oh, I was, I hated this. I hated hearing this when I was younger because people would always say that I looked like they thought, especially if I wore braids, that they thought I looked like Whoopi Goldberg. And what? Really? No. Oh, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, I got all the time. And then the <sighs> other one I got was a young Aretha Franklin. See, yeah, that, yes. I young Aretha Franklin. So I always got yes. those two. So I need somebody who can be able to do, um, you know, a little comedic, but has that sense of humor also as well, but also is able to pull the drama. So, <laughs> you know, it's a shame because I'm thinking, I'm like, we just don't have a lot of black actresses. The pool is small. You think so? So I would have to go, I think so, yes. I would have to go with uh, a Regina Hall. Ooh, very good. Wait go. a minute, let me sure I'm getting my, my right Regina. Regina King is the director. And Regina Hall is in Which Black one is the Monday. one that was in, huh? She was in Black Monday. Regina Hall. Regina. Go ahead. Which one is the one that was in, um, oh, shoot. Now I can't remember the name of the movie. Uh, <laughs> Girl's Trip. There, you did see Gabrielle, Girl's Trip, didn't you? Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. And, and she Jada was the main Pinkett one. Jada Pinkett Smith. And then who? there was the main girl. She was the one who was paying for everything. Wasn't that Gabrielle Union? No. That wasn't Gabrielle Union. Wait, am I? <laughs> I have another way of reference this person, but because it's so tragic, I don't want to mention the other way of being able to no, say who yeah. this person is. Oh, no, it was Regina Hall. You're right. You're right. It was Regina so Hall. That's, okay, so I mean yes. Regina King then. Okay. I mean, Regina King was the first one that I wanted to say. Yes. But because I'm not quite sure if Regina King King has the the comedic, even though she did Boondocks. Oh, I was like, yeah, she totally could do comedic. But Regina King would be my first choice. And plus, because she's dark skin, whatever, whatever. And then the second choice would probably be Regina Hall. Because I know okay. she has that comedic and also the ability to be silly, but also being able to be like, no, nah, I know you didn't, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. <laughs> but it be on a funny side. Whereas Regina King, when she's like, well, nah, I know you did, it's not funny. It's like, I'm about to cut you. So it's between the two. <laughs> when they act it, I like it. It's just between them two. Okay. Okay. So either of the Reginas, you would be happy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. That I could see that. I could see that. Mm -hmm. All right. That's cool. Okay. What's yours? Mine would be Angela Bassett. Man, yeah. Angela Bassett. She. I love her. She actually a long, 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 long time ago. Mm -hmm. She and her husband Courtney B. Vance were in a play in Minneapolis at the mm -hmm. Guthrie Theater. It's like the big mm -hmm. theater there. And a friend of mine. Her had a friend who was working, who was like doing the stage production. So she was able to get us backstage after the performance. Mm -hmm. She's tiny. Like we were mm. like looking eye to eye. I've never looked eye to eye to anybody. Yeah, but she, I can tell she's tiny. She is tiny and she is just mm -hmm. a powerhouse. And and Courtney B. Vance, the two of them together were just so beautiful oh and my lovely. God, I love them as a couple. 
oh my god they were just they were just beautiful anyway so yeah angela bassett would be okay I would, i'd want her to play me all righty all righty <laughs> all right so mine next is um do you collect anything and what is it? Do I collect anything? Well, I'm, I'm. Girl, I can't believe you looking around like you I... are dumbfounded. <laughs> Don't make me call you out. <laughs> Do I collect anything? Ah. And then have the audacity to look at you. I know you're looking right at some stuff that you collected. <laughs> That's the part that I'm like, I'm like what is happening? Looking right at stuff you collected and looking dumb. Where do I start? Oh, okay. Well, books. Yes, you know, I collect books. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at all my piles of books. Like, girl, they are stacked up everywhere on the floor. Um, That's why I was looking around. I was like, oh, damn. Okay, yeah, look at all those books. Um, But I think, I feel like that's also obvious. Yes, that's the obvious. Mm -hmm. But I think, Okay, so one that I've started again that people really don't know about me are dolls. Mm-hmm. I love dolls. My mm-hmm. I had a doll collection when I was a kid. It was like my it was more like my mom's doll collection because she wouldn't let me play with them. Mm-hmm. But she had Adam Alexander dolls, and I love them so much. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what happened to them. But anyway, so just recently, I'd say in the last couple years, somebody, my friend Mabs, got me the. Rosa Parks Barbie that came out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I got the Maya Angelou Barbie, and then now I got a friend. Yes, oh, and they're so great. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then somebody sent me an action figure of Nichelle Nichols as. A- mm-hmm. So now I've got like this little doll collection happening. And then my friend Janine mm-hmm. is an artist, and she's creating dolls. Did I show you those mm-hmm. dolls? I did. I did. Mm-hmm. I'm showing everybody those dolls. So I, I would say that's <laughs> that's my new thing that nobody about me is that I, I'm starting a doll collection. Oh, I knew it. I was like, she got a whole action figure sitting over there on that, <laughs> on that shelf somewhere. It's right there. You see it? Uh, I was like, ah, do I collect anything? Like, oh, Girl, that thing sitting up in the box that ain't been open is sitting over there looking at you like, uh, yes. You do, <laughs> actually. <laughs> you tell right people here. about me. <laughs> what about you? To tell people. Um, collecting. Mm-hmm. So I collect. Trying to think of which one I want to share because I collect. There's two things that I I'm well. There's one thing I'm obsessive over, but I do collect stones. But I think that that would be my thing. That would be a little bit obvious. That's how I got into jewelry is I collect stones. Um, I just love beautiful natural stones. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I do have a collection of those because I actually use those in my in my uh, wellness practice. And but the thing that I think that people don't know about me unless they actually know me is I collect candles. I collect candles because I burn them. Oh, yes, I burn them. Literally, religiously, they're a part of my spiritual practice. They're a part of my cleansing practice, my wellness practice. I like the sight 
of a candle because it has the flickering flame and it's got that soft light. So I like mm-hmm. the, the 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 visual of that. I have big candles, little candles. I even have battery operated candles in case I ever run out and I just need a standby. I usually will go, especially if I go to Target, because the Target, I like the ones that I usually burn on my mantle for uh, my spiritual and mental thing, wellness thing. I don't like to burn my expensive ones. So I'll get those like $99.99 ones that don't have anything on it. They're red, green, white, whatever. Uh And I'll go get so many that like the Target people will be looking at me out of concern. Like, like, are you getting ready to open up your own (laughs) store? Are you going to sell them some more? Like, why are you emptying out our, our inventory? I, and I'll stock them up and I'll do them according to whatever color is because colors, colors are therapy too. So I, and then I have my more expensive ones that are scented, um, uh, and my friend Amy, she sent me one for Christmas and it is called Homesick and it has from the state of California. Oh, yes, um, yes. So I just started burning that one. And then I have some really nice ones that are back here that I just loaded up on that I burn from time to time. But yeah, I keep candles and I'm talking about like, if I'm getting below the number 15, I'm getting a little nervous. <laughs> I did not know that about you. Like I yes. knew you like candles, but I didn't know you like candles like that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I collect candles. That's my that's my thing. That's cool. Okay. Well, look at that. Learning something new. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. All right. So my next question is: What is the best advice you have ever received? Hmm. I actually keep this one because this is the one that I have to remind myself. And it's the one that when anybody asks me that, it comes back to my memory. And I'm like, ah, I need to really put this into practice. I, uh, can I, story time. So I was um, in the Bay walking around my neighborhood and there was this cute boutique shop and had the cutest clothes. And I had never noticed it before. And this African-American woman came in and I was like, I never had noticed the store before. She was like, yeah, I don't open it all the time because it's like my little hobby. And I was like, oh, a, whole, a whole store is a hobby. Okay. So, <laughs> so she said that she does like this thing, her and her husband, they travel um, back and forth to Europe and they are personal guides. So if people want to know where to go when they're in Paris, where to go when they're in Italy. They have lived in all these places so they can tell people where to go that's not touristy. And so they sell these packages so that you can come and they'll take you around and plan out everything, right? Yeah. And they, she buys clothes from Europe while she's over there and then comes back and put them in her boutique. And then on days that she feels like opening, she opens them up for her shop. So I happened to catch her on the day that it was open. And mind you, I've never seen this woman again. Never seen the store open again. It was just this one time. So we were talking and um, I told her about how I do jewelry and told, showed her the pictures and saying how beautiful. And she was asking me a question about um, something. And it was something along the lines where I was telling her about my concern as far as like what friends would think, what family would think. And she was like, why do you care about that? And I was like, well, it ends up being this whole discussion, you know, when you have these whole, these old, all these things that ends up coming into a whole conversation. And she was like, just tell them whatever they want to hear and do what you want to do anyway. <laughs> Listen, a light bulb mm-hmm. went off. I was like, wait, we can do that, can't we? <laughs> she, she was like, 
Yeah. She's like, they're not going to check up to see if you actually do it. They just want to hear what they want to hear. She's like, just tell them whatever they want to hear and then do whatever you want to anyway. And I have lived by that. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Whenever I get into a place where oh, I am taking yes. into consideration other people's things, mm-hmm. stuff, presence, more than I am myself, and I am sacrificing myself, even if it's just the time and energy of it, at the explanation, it will be like, I can hear that woman's voice. Like, why are you arguing or why are you explaining? Mm-hmm. This is taking your time. Mm-hmm. Tell them what they want to hear and do what you want to do anyway. And I've done that. I'll just be telling people like, you know what? You're right. I have no idea what that was about. <laughs> You're right. I probably should do that. And then just go and do whatever I want to anyway. It has saved me so many conversations that sometimes people really do not want to hear what you've got to say. And it's mm-hmm. just take it up a bunch of times. So that is the best advice I have ever gotten. Tell people like, what they want to hear. If they don't, if they're not an ear to listen, it's not you just out here lying to folks and not saying nothing. But there, you could tell when you are in a conversation with someone who is not honoring your opinion. They just really just want to you to agree with what they're saying, and they're willing to beat you into submission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just tell them whatever they want to hear, and do whatever it is that you are wanting to do anyway. Yes. I was like going to say, I like that could extend beyond friends and family. That could oh, just be everything. like your modus operandi as you're walking around in this world. <laughs> so like, oh no, you know I use it in is? everything. Okay, Not cool. just relationships. <laughs> Not just in relationships. I use it in everything. If somebody is like, hey, why did you take that buggy? And I'm, man, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, okay. And then take the buggy anyway. <laughs> you know, I'm like, the f- you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yes. I do it in all things. So, yes, yeah. that was the best advice somebody has ever given me. That's it funny. Me. I it love that. Me. Yeah. <laughs> free advice. Free yes. Advice. <laughs> How about you? Um, my, Mine's kind of double um, because it was from, it was at the, it's two pieces of advice from the same job. Mm-hmm. And one of them was, um, nobody's going to die. Like this, we're working I on, use that one too. Nobody's going to die. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, that's not working out the way you wanted to. Cool. Move forward. Go mm-hmm. home. Have a good night's sleep. Wake up the mm-hmm. next day. Out. Mm-hmm. Best piece of advice. Second yeah. best piece of advice from the same job was from a developer who I worked with, a friend of mine who is really great. And I was struggling because. You know, it's like one of those situations where I was just trying to figure out what to do with my life at that point mm-hmm. and feeling like I, yeah, and, and feeling like I wasn't where I was supposed to be in my life, that, that mm-hmm, conversation, mm-hmm. right? And he was like, listen, you have to look at life like a surfer. Like everything, every wave that comes through in your life is not meant for yours to be ridden. And I think maybe I've said this before on this podcast before, but it's something that really, really sticks with me. And the Mm -hmm. fact that the idea of you might see all these people like progressing and doing things and doing the things that you want to see doing because they have found their wave and they are riding it. Mm -hmm. But you are still waiting for your your wave. And there have been multiple waves that have come into your life. You haven't, Mm -hmm. you know, just been sitting in the ocean by yourself this whole time. There have been, you have gotten waves. So he's like, it's just important for you to understand, like to know yourself, like you'll see a wave and you'll know, like, yep, that's my wave. And you'll Mm -hmm. jump on that wave. He's like, and sometimes you might be waiting for a really long time for that wave, but your Mm -hmm. wave is going to come. And I 
that was the best piece of advice that he ever gave me because it has been true. Every is more mm-hmm. times than not when I when I know when I feel have that feeling of like okay you need to jump and do this or you need to make this move. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay this is my wave right mm-hmm. and it's also helped me with other people who I've watched you know had great have different successes better successes mm-hmm. or what mm-hmm. i deem better successes but mm-hmm. i'm like that just wasn't my wave and so for me that has kept me sane and, and helped me with like especially with uh social media comparison game mm-hmm. i'm just like that that's not my that just wasn't my wave that was their way yeah. yeah you know so that was probably the best piece of advice that has stuck with me for like i said like i he told me this when i was like in my mid-20s and i have carried okay. it with me the whole time it has, it's not that I've always believed it, but I've tried to remind myself, like, this just is not your wave. Right. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, I like those. I definitely use the um, the nobody's going to die. Um, I don't say it out loud because some people might not, depending on the, what the situation I'm thinking is, not my, they might not like yeah, it. No, you don't say it out loud. <laughs> But also, there are some times where I'm like, anybody die? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Um, And I do say that out loud. Um, (laughs) Because that's my business. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I do like both of those. I do like both of those. Okay. So, um, my next one is... um, Let's see. I'm trying to think of which one I want to do. Um, where is the coolest place you've traveled? The coolest place that I've traveled. Uh, I would have. traveled. I think it'll always be Cinque Terre, Italy. I mm-hmm. think it'll just always be like there was something really there's been other places that have come like close second to mm-hmm. it. But like Cinque Terre, Italy, there is something just like whether you're on the train going to the last village of the five villages mm-hmm. or if you're like at the first village and you're walking the paths up in like the the cliffs of the olive tree. Like there's just mm-hmm. something magical and beautiful at least this was also i might be romanticizing it because it was a long time ago when i was mm-hmm. in cinque terre no like, cinque terre is, is their reputation holds up it stands the test of time gorgeous i yeah. don't, and i don't think i've ever been any place really quite like it capitola california is close from an american mm. version mm-hmm. but it's no cinque terre no okay. cinque terre yeah how okay. about you um, <clears throat> mine is, uh, because it was just, it was just the, the most unplanned, but well-planned out trip. And that Those was my best. trip to Costa Rica. Oh, I think yeah. it was the, I think it's the first time I ever, I had made a decision one, because my friends had started getting used to me planning everything that they weren't helping <laughs> plan stuff. And it was stressing <laughs> me out. So in that moment, I think one of my friends, she was like, so did you plan? I was like, nope. She's like, what are we going to do? I'm like, don't know. Did you plan something? (laughs) So we didn't have anything planned, but it turned out to be the best trip ever. Mm -hmm. And because we just, 
Costa Rica is spread out. So usually it's one of those things where you've got to decide to do one thing because a lot of the things are kind of spread out like hours apart. Mm-hmm. And we just end up meeting this person literally on day one. And he took a liking to us and was just like, hey, I can be y'all's driver. It'll be a set fee. You don't have to worry about calling people and waiting for them to come pick you up or whatever like that. Y'all let me know. Let me show you. Let me show you my country. Like, let me show you my place. And they were um, they would pick us up at 730 and we were gone until probably eight o'clock that night. And he was okay with driving. We hit the road. We went to the beach. We went to the mountains. We went to hiking trails in the countryside. We did dinner and drinks in the city. Um and it was just like we just never we did zip lining in the jungles like mm-hmm. we did tree tree trails i mean it was just amazing it i was, remember it the was, photos yeah it was just one of those trips that i was like yeah i don't think that i would ever be able to like do this again where it would come together so well we had rented this airbnb penthouse i mean like I don't know if it ever would come together the way that it came together and that was because we didn't force it we weren't exactly our hands weren't in it and we were just going with it but that will be one of those trips that i will always remember and it is definitely like a trip of the lifetime a special trip special place but i remember your your pictures and they were beautiful beautiful Mm -hmm. looks like so much fun Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah all right all right i like that okay so this is my last Okay. I'm trying to figure out which one you want to do. Which one? Yes. Yeah, that's the way I'm. I'm like, if it's my last one, what's the last one I want to do? Okay. What movie do you wish you could watch again for the first time? I didn't understand that question. What do you mean, watch it for the first time? Why would I watch it? Why would I want to watch it again for what happened the first time? Like a movie that you just really loved because as you're watching it for the first time, like you just you were so excited or it just ah. it hit you in some way that, of course, if you watch it, you're never going to do that again. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is there a movie that just had such a profound effect on you that you would want to watch it again with like no no understanding of what it's about to have Listen, that sense of awe and wonder? Y'all probably already know what this is. Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Karen Knightley. Oh, I wish Karen we had Knightley. done. I wish we had done this one. Like I, I was gonna guess yours. Mr. Darcy. Mr. Darcy. <laughs> I, I love it. I love. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Pride and Prejudice. Oh my God! I knew it. I knew it. Love that version. I tried to yeah. watch the other one. That one's trash. But the one with Karen Knightley in it. Yeah. Oh my God, your face right <laughs> Oh man. I the first time I watched that, I was like, see, this is you know what? This is let me get a shout out to Hollywood, because I think this is the reason why I'm single. <laughs> Y'all are wrong for depicting relationships and love. I must throw the authors in there too. You know what? Y'all can get a piece of this too. Y'all are wrong for depicting romance, (laughs) relationships, and love the way that you guys do. There is nothing on this earth that plays out 
like a romance novel, a comedy romance novel, or a movie. Nothing. <laughs> and y'all have messed up a lot of little girls, including the one that you're sitting right here. Oh, oh Thinking oh that this is real life. Because I'm thinking back of what I was thinking when I saw that movie. And I was just like, oh. And also, why does love got to be such a struggle in the movies and the books? Like, why we got to go through? Why we got to go through the struggle bus in order for it to be real? Why? 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 <laughs> why? It's the, this toxic. That's just that's not right. But yeah, yeah, the first time seeing that movie, I was just like, oh my gosh, it's still my heart. It's your heart flutter. The- oh, heart flutters <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> I like, See, yeah. I think that's why I can't watch romance. She, he was prejudiced and she was prideful, but yeah, somehow no. they found each other and it worked out. If that ain't no. toxic, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in that moment, oh, it was beautiful the way it was written and put out. You throw you some gowns and a lovely British accent on and I'm all in. You were there for it. You were mm-hmm. there for it. That's cool. What, <laughs> what about you? <laughs> If there was a movie that I could watch again for the first time, 100% The Black Panther. Which when, one? The Black Panther. Black Panther. Oh, what? Be- like the original or what are we talking? Oh, the I'm talking about ta- girl. You know I'm old. I, <laughs> I was like, how dare you? Girl, I was thinking the Pink Panther. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I need somebody. I need to get married, y'all, because I don't know. This mind is slipping. I need somebody to take care of me because I don't know how long it's going to stick around. I don't want to get put in a home. I was thinking that I heard Black Panther, but the thing that came to mind was the Pink Panther. I was like, what? The Pink Panther? Oh, my God. The original with the old man? That's what I was like. You, uh, yeah. I was like, you had me lost. Ah, yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. going to start again. Mm-hmm. So my movie that I was... We can keep it all in there. You ain't got the same face. That is real. That that can stay in there. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> said what I said. I thought it was the Pink Panther. That's what I was thinking. Girl, the <laughs> fact that you chest. mistake Pink Panther for Black Panther. Hey, look. You need to go take a nap. Oh, but, uh, I, need to, I need to eat. That's what I need to eat. Blood sugar dropping. But... Nevertheless, that's still but what popped that up. Movie, I would love to, I, just to have that feeling when it started. I like and just and then seeing the costumes and mm. uh, and then seeing all the different actors, you know, just all together in this beautiful movie. I and, and then you know, you and I saw it together. Like I was gonna say, girl, we, didn't we get dressed back, up? <laughs> we got dressed up. We had face makeup and everything. Does anybody have pictures? Theater? Oh my god! And to be at the movie theater in Jack London with mm-hmm. all the other black people dressed mm-hmm. up, and mm-hmm. I would love to just have that feeling, like that experience of that feeling of the community movie brought that felt like together. That felt like a time of innocence. It really did. It really <laughs> did. I and, and just the pride, the sense of mm-hmm. pride. I've never. I mean, of course, there's movies that I've loved. Like I love the color purple, and you know, mm-hmm. there, I mean, there's so many movies I love. But this was a movie where it was just like a collective sense of pride, and it just felt so good. And I just, uh, if I could have bottled that up, I would have. It was, it was. <laughs> so I would love to experience that whole, the whole experience again, of Aww. not just watching the. Movie, going to the movie theater with you and being mm-hmm. in 
Oakland, of all mm-hmm. places to watch. I mean, seriously. Right. Yeah. To, of all places to watch mm-hmm. that movie to be mm-hmm. in was Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss. Yeah. Chef's Kiss. That so. was a great time. That was a great moment in time. Oh, the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> <laughs> or should we say the good old day? Just the yeah. Day. yeah. There was a few of them back there. <laughs> okay, yeah. my last one is um uh let me make sure I'm getting ready to ask the which because I had a couple of them. Okay. What is the most important decision you have ever made so far? <laughs> oh my god. The most important decision I have made so far. This is such a loaded question because I'm like, a lot of them had to do with like cutting people off. So like, mm. I'm going to hurt people's feelings. I'm like, well, I got rid of this friend. And that was a good idea. <laughs> then I had to get rid of this person. That was a really yeah, good idea. It could have no. been, clean. um, been cleaning house. <laughs> um, the most important decision that I ever made... I think even like way back as a kid, I think taking care of my mental health Mm -hmm. was probably like telling my dad, like, I need, like, I need this, you know, or Mm -hmm. like, or him being like, you have to do this, you know, appointment and Mm -hmm. me going like, okay, I think because again, we talked about this before, you know, there's a lot of shaming in the community of Mm -hmm. taking care of your mental health and especially like if you go on medication Mm -hmm. but like that has just helped just a game changer for me like many times throughout my Mm -hmm. life of like nope need to go back on meds nope need Mm -hmm. to start talking you know what i mean so i think the idea that i believe that my mental health is important to take care of like everything else with my body is probably the best like the most important decision i ever made okay yep that is an important one. What about you? What about you? Um, mine would be um, how I chose to live my life as far as like decisions I've made as far as like moving, leaving, where I live, what I do. Um, I am... I think that I hear a lot of people, different people who do have regrets as far as like what they've been able to experience in life, Mm -hmm. as far Mm -hmm. as like exposure or um, feeling like they are not trapped, but they are um, because they have other different responsibilities. They they don't have the freedom to be able to explore Mm-hmm. And I'm glad, and and some people who don't have responsibilities that don't look at or know or move in a way that they can explore. So I am glad. I am grateful that in my life, that at the very least, that I did do is I've always kind of stayed in tune with what I desire and what I wanted and would at least go after it. I, I don't, there's nothing that it, whether I have it or don't have it, 
there's no situation where I can't say that I didn't go like full throttle for it. It might just not work, but there's no instance that I can't say that I didn't go full throttle for it. If I wanted to be, I wasn't happy in something, I wasn't happy somewhere, I was perfectly okay with being able to say, you know, we're going to sell all of this. (laughs) Pack up and we're getting ready to move out to what's better for me. You know, like I've always been, um, I don't know if it's easy, but maybe considering I didn't realize, because I've never thought of it as being a big deal, but seeing people's expressions when I tell them like, you know, how quickly I decided to move to California and I didn't know anybody there and I didn't have a job or any of that stuff lined up. And people were like, whoa, I'm like, oh, this might be a little bit more bigger than I thought. So I, I'm grateful that I have been able to do big things mm-hmm. when it comes to my own personal happiness. Even if I don't know if it's going to work out, I'm like, hey, you know, this ain't working. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, we know this much. So I I think that that's the um, the most important decision that I think I've made in my life is my ability to be able to see what's not working and being okay with going for something, no matter how big it looks. But if my happiness might be on the other end, realizing that I'm worth the risk. Mm -hmm. So I think Mm -hmm. that's been the most. Oh, yeah. Bottle that up. Keep that with you because I mean it's true. Not everybody is given the reassurance that they are confident and capable mm-hmm. to do things like that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you have that confidence because it is a confidence mm-hmm. to be able to be like, no, I can move to California. No, I can mm-hmm. move to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like you know that, and that's mm-hmm. that's really powerful because. Mm-hmm. Not everybody knows that about themselves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Ooh. All right. Well, this was juicy. Yeah. I hope you guys <laughs> like that. But we stayed on. We still got another one with bonus two. We got to see if she's staying on with that one, too. But she stayed on with this one. So I did. I'm proud of it. I did. I, I said I'm, I'm going to say I'm proud of you. I'm proud of her that she stayed on task. That she didn't add any pizzazz to anything. She stayed pretty much to what it's supposed to be. Uh, no, she stayed to what it's supposed to be. I was able to recognize the things that she had, so it didn't throw me all the way off. I appreciate that. Chef's kiss. That was awesome. Thank you. So I hope you guys enjoyed this too. <laughs> and that concludes this episode of Living Creatively with your host, Monica Parks. And Angela Dalton. Remember, you can connect with us on Instagram at Living Creatively Now, the Living Creatively Podcast Facebook page, and on our website, thisislivingcreatively.com to subscribe or to send us questions that you'd like us to answer or advice you may need as a fellow creative. Thank you for joining us and being a part of our Living Creatively community. Mm-hmm.